Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 98 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to be joined by our good friend and frequent podcast guest, Travis Cottrell. We are going to talk about just what's been going on in our family's lives and we're going to talk about a whole bunch of music that we love a ton. But first, I want to tell you about a sponsor of this episode of the podcast, the Bissell Bark Bath. Bissell recently sent Melanie and me their new bark bath. Now, if you have a dog, you know bathing your dog can be a huge pain. When it's cold, it's hard to bathe them outside. And then if you bathe them inside, it causes a messy bathroom and you've got to clean everything up. Plus, it's expensive to go back and forth to the groomer all the time. Well... The Bissell Bark Bath allows pet parents to bathe their pet with virtually no mess, eliminating the inevitable cleanup that comes along with washing a four-legged family member. This all-in-one system can be used in any room of the house, anytime with minimal mess. It works with any length of fur or hair and uses a no-rinse shampoo. And what's more, the Bark Bath uses less than 48 ounces of water to clean pets up to 80 pounds compared to traditional bathing in a tub, which can use up to 19 gallons of water. Hazel, as you know, can be a little high maintenance, a little anxious. So can Mabel. Piper is breezy. But this is such a good way, y'all, to be able to bathe your dogs quickly inside with very little cleanup. And in Hazel's case, even though the noise of it, which sounds a little bit like a vacuum cleaner, is off-putting at first, it makes this process so much more manageable for her. So, if you would like to buy your very own Bark Bath for your four-legged family members, visit Bissell.com slash Big Boo. And when you use the coupon code Big Boo, you'll receive two bottles of free no-rinse shampoo with your order. This coupon code is good for a limited time only. So that's Bissell.com, B-I-S-S-E-L-L.com slash Big Boo and use the coupon code BIGBOO at checkout. We want to thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Alrighty, y'all, here we go with episode 98. Dude, I was like, I wonder if we're going to trample all over each other on the intro. It'll be so fun. We always do. <laughs> really do. We always do. Okay, y'all ready? Team? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. Hey, this is this. Hi, Daddy. <laughs> Yay for yeah. Travis. Yay, Yay, Travis. Yay. Um, hey, I'm happy to be here. We're so happy to have you, Travis Cottrell. We all sound like we are ready to record an episode of The Delicious Dish, pretty much, I feel like. I know. I I really have a kind of a bad cough, too, that I'm really trying hard not to do. So if I cough at any point, I just apologize in advance. But we've apparently gotten a little spring break cold around here. I'm so sorry. I, I, I'm very healthy. I feel like I'm very, I'm good. I don't know what's wrong with the two of y'all, but I, I, I'm in, I'm in good work and order. I feel well, like. Well, I'm going to so. tell you part of, 
I'm going to tell you part of what I trace mine back to. You know what I haven't had in two weeks? Kombucha. <gasps> and guess who's sick now? Mm-hmm. Yep. Why haven't you had kombucha? You really drink that stuff? I can't bring myself to drink that oh stuff. Oh, my gosh. I love it so much. Like, I really, it's not like I have to. And I just, I ran out, and we've just been busy, and I haven't had a chance to go because I've got to get it from Trader Joe's, and I just haven't had a chance to get over to Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I'll be fine without it, but apparently not because here I am, first cold of the winter for me right okay. now, and a two, two weeks off kombucha. So, Trav, I love it. I get the cayenne It's like, it's like... Spicy lemonade. It's so delicious. Okay. I'm going to try it. I know. And I swear, you get it at Trader Joe's, or that's where I can find it. And then they also have a natural grocers where you can get it. But I I really do believe that it's kept me healthy this whole winter. That's what I'm Yeah, well, saying. on my lunch break, I'll run down to Trader Joe's Jackson, Tennessee, because we got like five of them. <laughs> hey, I detoured it in Jackson. You may have to have it shipped in. You may have to have it shipped in, but that's okay. <laughs> I, I, um, I was in Missouri this past weekend, and I detoured in Jackson on the way home to see one Angela Cottrell and to visit with her for a little bit. Yes. And Jackson is like, I feel like Jackson has got a lot going on, Travis. I mean, maybe not a Trader Joe's, but I feel like it was it was bustly. It was, it was, it was booming, I felt like, when I was there. Yeah, well, there, there's some, there's some growth happening, and it is always bustly, like on the weekends, because mm-hmm. there are so many. Like, I never knew of the world of um, West Tennessee mm-hmm. until I moved here. There are so many small. Oh, wait, something's ringing that I forgot to silence. Um, so many small towns that. Um, sorry. <laughs> He's now he's going to open up his bag of almonds. Hold on. Get a couple of almonds while you're doing that. There's so many small towns that come to Jackson on the weekends. So it's more bustly than it probably like what then is representative of the actual bustle worthiness of it. But okay. Yeah, we're coming along, but we don't have a Trader Joe's. Well, surely there's kombucha somewhere. I feel like. Yes. Somebody's got it. I mean, for sure. I think. We do. Our Kroger has a good uh, like health section, and then we have a Grubs Grocery, which carries a lot of kombucha. So I'll go. Is it kombucha or kombucha? <laughs> I, I say kombucha. kombucha. It's kombucha. 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 I believe. No, but you. I, but you also know that <laughs> I say quinoa. So really, don't listen to me on anything <laughs> health related. Here's what I know how to say: Reese's peanut butter cup. <laughs> Uh-huh. Blue, that. Blue Bell ice cream. Oreo. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. will say, <laughs> when I got to your house on Saturday, Travis, and you were not there because you were in your hometown um, of Boone, North Carolina. But when I got there, Angela had prepared a um, strawberry and blueberry cobbler, a gluten-free cobbler that mm-hmm. was fantastic. Um, she made a, a cup of coffee that I felt like was one of the cups of coffee of my lifetime. And that coffee pot you have <laughs> that grinds the beans and then makes the coffee, which now I feel like I need to get one of those. Oh, it was a delightful, it was such a, it was such a restful stop on the way home. Well, she's delightful. She really is. She, she is, she is one of the most delightful people. And, and I haven't even told Melanie this, but I actually, we were talking about writing and I told her about an idea I, I, that had kind of dawned on me about a book um, based on something that I had read one morning a couple of weeks ago. And when I told her about it, she said, 
that's actually what I read in my quiet time this morning. And I'm telling you, I like I wrestled the whole <laughs> way home thinking, well, that's the Lord like that. But clearly, this is what I'm supposed to write about, because if Angela Cottrell was reading the same passage of scripture at the moment I I'm, I'm, I'm saw her or right before I saw her, then I don't know how much more clearly I, what more confirmation do I need? Because she is, <laughs> yeah. she is such a voice. But anyway, for sure. Mm-hmm. And she she studies that word, man. I know she does. Listen, ma- she, I feel like she reads the whole thing today because like, <laughs> she says that to me a lot. She'll like, this happened today and I had just read that morning. I'm like, did you read the whole Old Testament this morning? I mean, she really, like, it's so fresh on her mind, the word, all the time. I'm I like, know. Dang, girl. I know. Oh, that's she's, so funny. She's incredible. She is. She is. And, and but listen, and then I had just gotten down the road and and she sent me, uh, um, she let me know this one person in scripture that I mentioned. She let me know the, the meaning of the name and she sent me what she'd read. Um, she's like a library. I mean, it's, it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> Golly. It's so true. Oh, it's so here's so the, true. Here's the Hebrew translation. Yeah. This is the original language. That's, this is mm-hmm. what you need to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you could produce, <laughs> I'm going to call her and say, hey, is there any way, has God given you a vision for an entire book outline right. by any chance? Right. If you <laughs> could. Yeah, right. Some some lighter just, nonfiction with some funny stories. You got, you got anything? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you have? What, what do you have in the way of an entire outline with maybe <laughs> chapter titles? I don't know. I'm just saying if God gives you that vision, mm-hmm. feel free to share. Mm-hmm. Just pass it along. I just <laughs> don't want to quench the spirit. Oh, gosh. What's going on with y'all? <laughs> Melanie and I finally caught up last night. We had not talked in what felt like forever. Um, but I feel like I've got a better sense of what's going on now, which is soccer and track for Melanie. Pretty much. That's it. Mm-hmm. All life. Uh-huh. Now a cold. Yeah. I've added. I've added a cold since I talked to you last. Mm-hmm. So, um, I know Sophie sent me traps. I finally got it. She had called me last week, and I was just last week was just a crazy week, and it was one of those weeks where it was so crazy it made me want to just go underground. And so, I don't know if other people have that. Just pretend like you do. But I was like, I'm just laying low, and so I had a week, and then I was going to call her back, and then Sunday was crazy, and I just hadn't had a chance, and finally I yesterday and she was like my name is Sophie Hudson I'm looking for my friend Melanie Shankle who I've not heard from in several weeks please please advise on how I get in touch with her mm-hmm. so that's where we were so finally at 5 30 last night I was like I've got to call Sophie before she sends like people to come find me in San Antonio yes I believe I um, said last I knew awesome. you lived in the San Antonio area but yes in <laughs> yes. The, yes in the area mm-hmm. yes now does yes. uh do y'all do soccer <laughs> Is girls soccer in the spring or is it travel soccer? Like not when is school soccer for y'all? Our school soccer is in the spring. So we had travel soccer in the fall that ended in like November. And then our school soccer, which I know is different than a lot of the country, runs from January until like we'll finish next week school soccer. And then we have a week off. So we're going to just revel in that. And then we start back to club soccer the next week. Like we'll run April, May. Are y'all fall soccer? Well, our girl, our girls' soccer is in the fall, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, in college, girls' right? soccer. I mean, college girls' soccer is in the fall. I just, I don't know why Texas is in the spring because I know, like, up in the north, I think some of it's in the spring, but ours is in the fall. I mean, I'm sorry, I said that backwards. <laughs> right. The fall. I was with you though. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So we're we're different. I didn't know that until some other parents were talking about. It, I guess because like college recruiting, it makes it 
it's different because those girls are playing in the fall. We're playing in the spring. So anyway, right, right. I don't know. I don't know why. Yes. So we're, we hmm. are knee deep in soccer right now with Levi. Okay. With Levi. And he's okay. also, so he, yeah, with Levi, he just finished, he finished school basketball and he's in school soccer and he's in travel basketball now because of course, now in this generation, you don't play a sport just when it's that sports season. You have to play year-round, which is a soapbox of mine, which drives me crazy. But, you know, it is what it is in this generation, right? Did we talk about that last time? I, don't, I feel like I don't we know. did. Maybe did, we didn't. Okay. Well, but it is true. Yeah. This whole, this, this whole idea that, like, when I was growing up, you played basketball during basketball season, and then... There, there wasn't a lot of organized situations out of season, maybe a little bit. But now yeah. these days, if you want to play in high school a sport, you have to do it year round, which is weird to me because you're naturally, you're, you know, there are kids that may want to play two or three sports, but they make it kind of hard to do. Yeah. I think I it's really I, I'm sounding a little more complainy than I mean to be sounding. <laughs> I, I'm, it's more observational than complaining, <laughs> but at the same time, you know, <laughs> my, <laughs> Levi's going from soccer practice to basketball practice and coming home at 7:30. You know, it's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, so. I feel like Caroline. I mean, Caroline's got to be at school at seven for track, so she goes in early for track, stays late for soccer, or vice versa every day. Oh. I mean. And it's just, it's a lot. And the thing is, is she really likes both. And then she said, like, last week, she said that the basketball coach saw her run and was like, hey, would you be interested in playing basketball next year? And Carolyn came home and she goes, what do you think? I said, when do you have time? I was like, you can't do, I mean, we can't add basketball to this. You know, like, it's too. Is she a sprinter? Is she a fast runner? She's a fast runner. Yeah. So she's a sprinter. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they've got her. She's running anchor on, like, three different relays. Um, so she's she's uh, pretty fast. I mean, obviously gets it from me. For sure. And so, for sure. yeah. <laughs> Is she freshman or eighth grader? Freshman. She, she's a freshman. Yeah, she's a freshman. Because Levi's a freshman, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah, but she's young. So she's younger than Levi and Alex, but she's a freshman. Because she's got an August birthday. Right, and Alex is is <clears throat> still in eighth grade because of his his middle kindergarten situation. He did. That transitional kindergarten thing. But see, his two, like but with football and lacrosse, you really, I mean, you could do lacrosse year-round if you wanted to, but he can't do it in the fall because of football. So I feel like we're right. probably a little bit more sane than y'all are because there's not club football. Thank the Lord for that. And um, so we have two <laughs> pretty regular seasons in terms of, they like, just, you know, they, there's a little bit of, there's a little bit of a break between the end of football, the beginning of lacrosse, um, and then, but he does have this summer for starting to play football in high school. He has workouts every morning at 6 a.m. All uh, summer. Yeah. That is, oh, man. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that is terrible. That is just <laughs> brutal. Melanie Shankle, it would ruin your summer. I mean, it would. It would. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. It, it makes me feel like it's ruined my summer to know how much it's going to ruin your summer. Like, I feel like, who? how am I going to text you at one in the morning and say, you up? Yeah. And tell you something about it's a, what I... It's a, it's a codependent ruining. It is. It is. Because we, like, yeah. I always... I, Melanie knows. I call... My friend Melissa Gordon, her mother's name is Jackie. And Jackie was always the mom who was up late. Like, when you went over to Melissa's house to spend the night, Jackie was going to be up with you. She was always in a book. Like, she would always stay up, like, you know, until two or whatever. And so, in the summers, I say I get on my Jackie Gordon schedule. 
because I like <laughs> to sleep a little later. And then I like to stay up and watch television or read. And, and, and I'm not going to be able to be Jackie Gordon this summer. And it, there's a little, there's a, there's a sense of loss on my part, I feel like. I, I'm going to mourn the, I'm going to mourn Jackie Gordon for sure. Uh-huh. I mean, I feel, I feel real sad about it, but our summer two is already shaping up. Cause I think Caroline's going to do summer school the first two weeks. So mm-hmm. that means she's going to have to be up and out. And then between camps and soccer and all that, I'm like, it's the days of, you know, just leisurely summers. I feel like are kind of behind us sadly. Okay. And Travis, one thing that, that Angela and I talked about, um, that Melanie and I have talked a little bit about is that both of our boys are um, really into Fortnite. Oh gosh, gosh. I mean, no kidding, kidding. But Melanie, I'm are you, you Melanie? Are you hearing what I'm hearing? I am hearing it, but I was hoping that maybe I was just the only one hearing it. Travis, you sound like you're speaking into um, I don't into an electric current. Is the best way I know how to put it. Oh, is it, gosh, why? No, is it went any, away. It it went away. You're better now. Maybe it was just the connection. Yeah. Ma- yeah. Or maybe. It, maybe it was your phone or something. Um, okay. Mic check one, two, <laughs> testing, one, two, okay. testing. Let's try that again. And you okay, can t- Fortnite. Okay. Fortnite. Okay. So Fortnite. our boys are super into Fortnite, correct? Correct. If I could get him to approach his studies. Mm-hmm. With the passion and vigor that he approaches Fortnite, we'd be we'd be in good shape. Have Have you watched? It's crazy, and the <clears throat> I don't watch. I, I I mean, I watch for like thirty seconds mm-hmm. at a time, but I can't. I don't know, but I, I will say it's so funny because one of his good Fortnite buddies is named Jack. Okay, and you know Jack lives at home. He goes to college here at, at Union here. In- town and he lives at home and his room is right there beside our bonus room where Levi plays so Jack's coming out of his room all the time going what while Levi's going Jack 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 behind you Jack Jack behind you Jack behind you Jack listen so that's always some comedy does Levi yell I mean like we'll be like we'll just be minding our own business and then we'll hear like the loudest like dude like, yes. like, like they just and I said, does everybody yell like you do? And he's like, yes, ma'am. Everybody, I cannot imagine the chaos they're they're listening to in their ears if everybody's yelling like that. And listen, for his birthday, for his birthday, uh, he had I don't know, just like five or six friends over, and they all brought computers and TVs. Okay, yes, sir. Oh, you're and kidding. they were all in the all in the same room uh-huh. with headphones. Mm-hmm. And computer slash TV situations, playing Fortnite all together, mm-hmm. talking to each other, but through their microphone and mm-hmm. head and headphones. Mm-hmm. It's the like, craziest. I, I, I took little videos like, y'all are the biggest nerds I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had never even heard of it until it was so. I told so this yesterday so she had posted about Alex's birthday and mentioned Fortnite and I was like huh I don't know what that is and then Caroline and I went and ate lunch with Gully and her boys yesterday and her boys were talking about they'd had friends over to play Fortnite so it's like one of those things I'd never even heard of because I'm betting Lily probably doesn't play Fortnite oh gosh no yeah see it's it's the difference between girls like Caroline we don't I mean we don't have a PlayStation like we're just not it's just not that she's never been into that you know it's such a boy thing so now I'm I I don't know what Fortnite is, but I know it's a video game. Right. It is. Yeah. And they, I mean, a couple of senior guys were talking to me yesterday and were saying how much they love it and how, like, how fun it is. But here's the thing. And this is where I have finally landed on it because I 
have a real love-hate relationship with the video game stuff, just because I, the, the negative parts of it, I really don't like at all. Here's why I, right. I tend to look, to be okay with the Fortnite, is because it's it's not something that anybody does in isolation. Like, it's such a team <clears throat> thing, and they, I mean, it's very social. Like, they're cracking each other up, and I don't know, in the weirdest right. way, they're making memories, I feel like. Um, like I, it's, it's such a strange phenomenon to me, but it's kind of, I, I feel like it's kind of the equivalent of like when I would go home and talk on the phone when I was yeah. your age, you know what I mean? Like it's how they hang out. And so in the strangest way, it's like pull them, aw- pulling them away from their phones. Yes. I mean, in a weird way. Yes, it <laughs> is. Yeah. Because it, I like it, it absolutely does. They put their phones down and, and I know they're all on, they're on screens and they're interacting, but it's a way for them to hang out when they're at home. And I mean, they're, everybody's going to see, you know, each other with sports and all that kind of stuff and at school, but it's a really, like I, we, I have been so tickled by how, by how much Alex laughs when they play, like how much fun it is. And for, for right. reasons I did not expect. Yes. So I took a little like 30 second video. I'll text it to y'all, Melanie, so you can see uh, okay. how they all played, how they all play together. It really is fun and funny. Mm-hmm. I agree. So that's just where we are, America. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> what else right. to, to say, but it's, it's been, it's been, um, it's been a fun little thing to watch, to watch him enjoy. It's kind of like, it's fun to watch him play lacrosse. And it's watch it fun to watch him um, do other stuff. I don't know. Who knew Fortnite? I don't, I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> so, right. Mm-hmm. My mind is flooding, not to change the subject, but oh, I'm writing do. down subject. There's so much to talk about right now in life, I feel okay. like. Well, I, w- I wish you, I yes. mean, there's yeah. a lot. Go. Well, let's talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us. Start. First of all, I, I do have to say that I also have, uh, Lily just went into tennis season. Yes. So I just to round this out for from me what we're busy with 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 levi with soccer and she's playing tennis and it is it's my i think spring is turning into my favorite season because of that because they like at, a, at my kids school the tennis courts are right beside the soccer field mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like sometimes the stars align and they have a match and a game at the same time mm. like to be out I in the that. 70 degree weather in the in the afternoon sunshine, and one kid's playing tennis here, and one kid's playing soccer here, and I don't know. It, it it's it's probably my new my new favorite. What is what does Levi play in soccer? Well, it's interesting because you know he's a freshman playing. He's on the varsity team because mm-hmm. we don't have we don't have a JV team. We just have a varsity team, and he has always played um, like defensive, like. M- center mid or i don't i don't know all the names i don't know he he plays in the mid kind of in the middle okay okay and and he is a freshman and it's an older team so there are a lot of guys in front of him but he's been starting up on the front line on the wing okay okay and so he's never played he's never played an offensive um position but like at his game uh monday he scored two goals i was shocked wow oh, awesome okay what so, is what does caroline play uh, Caroline is she's always offensive so she's so on club team she's a wing okay. and they've started playing her at forward too in school she's pretty much always a forward okay so but they always put her up front so um so Levi must be fast because the wing I feel like you have to be fast and you have to have a lot of stamina because it's a lot of like 
running like Perry and I really do laugh because with Caroline sometimes it's like Bugs Bunny because it's like she goes like flying down the field one way and then the ball gets and she goes flying back down the field the other way like you're just and it's big it's a big field it's like a lot of running (laughs) it's a lot of running it looks miserable to me Uh and I'll say this about this like going from middle school to high school like the guys on his team are giants mm-hmm. they are, like mm-hmm. there's a lot of there are a lot of football players that play soccer at our school they're mm-hmm. giant and levi looks like he looks like those pencils that we had when we were kids with the hair like when you would turn them <laughs> round and round and round and the hair would frizz out he looks like one of those out there so skinny compared to you know like He's like six one and a hundred and twenty pounds or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's tall. Okay, so he's a lot taller. Like you don't get that in when I see pictures. You know what I mean? There's not a. But he's tall. I didn't realize he was that tall. Yeah, I mean he's shot up a, a lot here recently. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's how Caroline is finally one of the taller. Like she's finally gotten taller. Like she's almost five six, but she's uh, but same. She's skinny. So we always say when we look on the field you look for her legs Mm because you're gonna find those little right i was gonna say she she looks tall because it looks like you know five feet of that at our legs Mm -hmm. yeah yeah she's got long legs so and she's almost i mean she's right under me at this point so like we're she's maybe a quarter inch if that shorter than me but that's it so uh, but for so long she was always the littlest tiniest one out there um but we said that it's kind of worked to her advantage because you have to learn if you're if you're thin you have to learn to be strong because otherwise those big old kids are going to just knock you off the ball right yeah and don't you think too travis i went we went to a varsity soccer game a couple of weeks ago and like i feel like the game is so fast like it's it's a whole it looks completely different to me than watching soccer with with i don't know watching kids play a couple of years ago even like it's just it's so much more physical i feel like at that varsity level it's crazy it's unreal mm-hmm. yeah which adds to the you know the dad of the skinny freshman going oh my gosh how are you not getting pummeled mm-hmm. like, yeah. it's so rough it's really rough and aggressive i mean i love it it's yeah. fun like it's a lot less boring than middle school soccer mm-hmm. yeah you know in middle school i'm like oh my gosh can we make the halves shorter and the goals bigger <laughs> or something yeah yeah <laughs> it's yeah. a little yeah. bit less less of that yeah we need a little caroline played we were in a t- tournament like a couple of weekends ago we went to las vegas and it was an international tournament and her team played a uh, team of girls their age from sweden who we found out later like these girls in sweden like they live together they play together like it's like a soccer school like they're an academy like they do everything together that's all they do is soccer and i mean you want to talk about playing these big blonde swedish girls i mean it was like oh well this is a whole different level like you know it's like we thought the dallas teams were good we had no idea what sweden had in store (laughs) it was (laughs) right sweden yeah a lesser known gym of the soccer world Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yes sweden it was like (laughs) oh my gosh like okay i think we'll go back to playing corpus christi that's a lot more fun to Mm. watch play in Sweden so it's something but it's physical and those girls get into it like I mean I, I think all the time I'm like how do we play this game and like we aren't putting helmets on our kids you know right. and I guess because nobody wants to be the first soccer parent to be like you have to wear a helmet but it's just you're like it's just a lot of getting knocked around it is I know and I mean like and no pads that's what's crazy except on your on your legs I mean just just oh my word it's crazy to me all right, Travis, what else was on your list? 
You said there was so much to talk. So you've got Lily playing tennis. You've got Leela playing soccer. Well, you know, I'm an I'm an American Idol faithful. Yes. And I and... was wanting to avoid it, and okay. I can't. Okay. I can't. Okay. There's no avoiding it for me. There's no avoiding. So what? I mean, I dropped the, the voice like a hot potato. Okay. Okay. Even with Kelly Clarkson, who I love on there, but um, yeah. Yeah, I just, I love American Idol. I love the format. There's something about the nostalgia of, you know, everything from the logo and the music to Ryan Seacrest and the whole, everything about it. And so, so we watched it this week. I love it. You're kidding. I love the judges. Really? Okay. I love Luke Bryan. Like, he's not my favorite, but doggone it, they're going to make me like him. Like, I'm two episodes in, I'm going, yeah, I could, we could be friends. Okay, why do you okay. tell me what you like about it? Because I haven't watched it yet. It's on the DVR. I haven't seen anything. So tell me what, what, what do you like about it? And is it anything different than what we remember? No, uh, I don't think it's anything different. But what I like about it is, is I think these judges, particularly Lionel <clears throat> and Luke, they are so happy to be there. Okay, like they're so eager. Like there's no, there is zero pretense. They mm -hmm. are like Lionel, you know, this is a rejuvenation of his career, I'd say. And of course, you know, he's one of my top, all, top 10, top five, whatever, all time. You know, the 80s music, it wasn't much better than Lionel Richie. Mm -hmm. And so I love him, but they are so just like, it's so innocent the way they judge, like, they can't hide their grins when somebody sings two notes and it's great. Like Luke is over there. He cannot help himself, but look over with this big country grin over to the other two judges when somebody sings and it's great. And I don't know, there's just something that's fresh about it. And then, and then Katie, I don't know. I just, you know, I, with her weird career and she's done a lot of things that I don't like, but there's something about, that's saying there's something just like pure about what they're doing as judges. I, mm -hmm. I don't know. And then, and then the talent, like the talent is crazy. I don't know where these 15 and 16 year olds that sing so great. Like what are they doing in their life to be able to sing like that? I don't know. There've been some good, good contestants. Yes. Okay. For sure. For well, sure. Uh, for sure. Well, that that, that kind of makes me want to watch. I, I heard yesterday that they said it's like that so far the ratings are the lowest of any American Idol ever. And so I think in my mind I translated that to terrible. Although I don't know why because I feel like America increasingly shows we don't necessarily have good taste as a whole. So that, right. <laughs> so that is interesting to me. That makes me kind of want to watch because I've always liked American Idol. Yeah, well, and I, and you know, in full disclosure, I, I'm not the litmus test to whether or not it's good. I, you know, I've always loved it. I never didn't love it. When it was bad, I loved it. Uh, you know, I, there's just something about it. I don't know. I just, I just love the show. Well, it sounds like, okay. too, what you're saying is you feel like the judges are really for the contestants. Like, they're not, they're not playing off the contestants. They are truly, they are enjoying the people who come to audition which i think is always yes there's something encouraging and fun about that as opposed to when the joke is making fun of somebody or being negative about somebody or belittling somebody like that gets real old real fast so i like that they're for the people right right for sure yeah. and i've never gotten into not, the voice mm -mm, i haven't either I, I watched last season i really loved it i love the judge i love the judge panel of who's the marine five guy Adam Levine. Adam Levine. Mm -hmm. Adam Levine and Blake Shelton. And 
I got to say, I thought Miley was a great judge and, and Jennifer Hudson. That was a fun season. That was the only one that I watched from beginning to end ever. And I loved it. But I thought about watching this one. But when I saw American Idol coming, I knew I, I couldn't. I can't do both. Okay. So, you had to choose. I know because you're too I busy to watching. So you can't do soccer and tennis and American Idol and. And voice. American I, Idol. I and Survivor. Yeah. Yes. I know. I haven't seen I'm this season. Still. Yeah, I haven't seen this season. There again, episodes on the DVR, but I haven't seen anything yet. But I'm so bad, y'all, right now about watching television, and I, I like it's a real struggle for me. I just don't. I just don't. I don't know. I, like I don't have room for for any. I, I can't explain it. I just I don't have a lot of patience for getting into a story, and so. um it's just been, it's been a weird. Has America broken your spirit? Maybe a little bit. Um, no, I just, <laughs> I think that, I think that I just, I think every, the days are so busy and full and all that kind of stuff. And so kind of when I get home and I finally sit down, it does not feel relaxing to me to get involved in something that's tense. And so I don't know, I've got to turn it around though, because I, I'm like, I haven't watched This Is Us at all this season. I haven't watched, um, Oh, there's something else that I haven't watched, but I have started, I, I have started watching, um, The Good Place on Netflix and I finished yes. season one and I think it's really fun and cute with, um, Travis, it's a sitcom on NBC, I think with Ted Danson and Kristen Bell. Yeah. I've seen ads for it. I haven't <clears throat> watched it, but I don't know. Just I have, I'm, we're four episodes behind on This Is Us. I haven't had a place for that in my, after the Super Bowl one, I think we haven't yeah. watched well, it kind of, but I will tell you, it, I, I, I've finished it. I watched the last two uh, when two nights ago. I stayed up late and watched the last two, and it, it, like, I really loved the way the season ended. Like, I just, I mean, the writing on the final episode. Actually, the last two were really, really good. So, because I can tell you, one is this isn't a spoiler. So, one is really kind of all audacious back backstory which i found really interesting and i was glad that they gave yes, us I heard that. About that yeah and it was really good and then the other one was the the final episode and both were really good and i had kind of hesitated because i feel like that super bowl one like, like wiped me out like put me <laughs> in the bed where i'm like i can't i can't process somebody's imaginary problems to this extent like this is this is too, too much um, <laughs> but it's like there's enough sadness in the world without me subjecting myself to this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um Maybe I'm overly invested in the Pearsons, but it it really ended well and set set us up nicely. I feel like for season three, so I watched that, and then I watched Rise. Did y'all record Rise, which is the new Jason Katim's Friday Night Lights series that just started? Um, yes, I think we recorded it. I have not watched it. Shockingly, okay. I tried. I haven't you... watched it, but okay. No, it's... but I'm trying to write down your quote. I can't process someone else's imaginary <laughs> problems. <laughs> To this extent. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. That's right. Put that on a t-shirt. Melanie <laughs> Shankle. Mm-hmm. That's good. I'm uh, tweeting well, that today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes me laugh. Um, no, Rise, Rise has some promise. I think here's the thing. I think I would have liked Rise better had I not seen Friday Night Lights. But it, it feels like it's wanting to be Friday Night Lights. But it's just, you can't replicate Coach Taylor. So mm-hmm. it kind of feels... Um, it felt a little trying too hard for me to be relevant. Like how many social issues can we address in one, one hour pilot? Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it has it has some promise. It it, it definitely has some promise because you know I love it. I'm a sucker for like the high school kids and some drama and what's going to happen and a love story and QB one and all that stuff. So is um, there a so voiceover? <clears throat> you know I'm a sucker there, for a voiceover. There's not a voiceover, um, okay. but it's. I don't know, but it's so it's all it's a small like Pennsylvania steel town, and like this English teacher decides to take over the drama department. So it's a little, but it's not like Glee because you don't really have performances. But it feels a little bit like maybe it's trying too hard to be provocative, which okay. is a red flag for me. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so the verdict is out on that. Okay, but so, would you say but, it's worth watching the first one? I do think it's worth watching the first one. Yeah, I think it's for sure. And I'm going to stick with it. I'll watch, listen, I'll watch the whole season for sure. Okay. Because there's just not that much good on right now. Um, because I feel like what you said about shows is how I feel about, it. I can't tell you how many books I've ordered in the last however long that I start reading in like a chapter and I'm like, meh, I can't read this. Mm-hmm. Like I can't get into like nothing. And I don't know if it's because that's what I'm trying to read, but like nothing, I can't get sucked in to that stuff. I can't get sucked into a story like I'm wanting to, but I can't. So it's like I've gone back to like I've been watching The Office on Netflix. I'm like, this is my this is where my mental capacity can take me right now. Is uh-huh. I need to watch. That's the exactly Office. what I've been doing. That's I'm, exactly yeah. what I've been doing. I'm listen. I am I am I'm so in tune with this emotion. Do y'all think it? What do y'all think that is? Do you think it's because life is kind of hectic right now, or like we just need something familiar? Like I. I really, I feel just like what you said, Melanie. I feel like I cannot get involved even in pretend drama. Like I can't, I, I, I don't have space for it right now. I don't know what it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think, yeah, I think so. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm like, I'm, I'm putting myself to sleep watching an office every night. Like I watch yeah. it as I'm fading into sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That's probably bad for my psyche, but. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Okay. It feels but I read like, an article. It feels like comfort to me. Yeah. And I read an article the other day that said, why are people watching The Office the way they are? And it's like, because it's like the comfort food of television. Like it just, we know what to expect. You know, it's, it's got everything you want. It's funny. You've got a love story. It's going to make you feel good. And you know what to expect. And I think here's, I'm going to give you all my theory. Okay. I think because of the stage of life we're in with our teenagers Gully and I say all the time that this stage of life is more emotionally and spiritually draining. Whereas like when they were toddlers, I feel like it was more physically draining Mm because you were having to like chase them around the yard and all that. But I think day to day, you don't know what real life things you're going to be dealing with. And so it's so we need our television. We need our entertainment to be pretty low key. We need it to be predictable and we need it to make us laugh is what I think. And not that it's always so hard, but I think we're so tired. I think you get home from watching all the sports and doing all the stuff. And you're like, I can't sit and think about somebody's imaginary. I can't think about Jack Pearson and his crock pot. That's too much. (laughs) Right. But it is a lot of it is hard. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I think it's a good theory. theory. I think that's a a real good theory. And I like Travis's thing about being tired. Honestly, by the time (laughs) I sit down every night, I feel like it's probably it's nine o'clock. Usually most nights by the time like everything's done. And so I'm really at that point, I am not far from sleep. Like I am, I am, I am not far at all from being able to want to get in the bed and read for a little bit and then checking out. So that, and that's it. Thank thank goodness. Thank goodness that Steph Curry got an injury because uh, (laughs) now Angela is not staying up till midnight watching the Warriors. 
Mm-hmm. Something yeah. so crazy because we love all of the Warriors. I love the whole team. We love the whole team. You take Steph out. What is it? You take one player out and it's not as fun to watch. Like, I don't know. Is he? How long is he out for? I, I don't even know. They're reevaluating on March 20th. Okay. So originally they said <laughs> okay. two games. But okay. Now he's okay. out for a minute. So we, we, we watched a little bit last night and we still love him, but I'm just glad to get some sleep, man. I know. No joke. No joke. (laughs) Hello. I am here in the middle of the podcast to tell you about one of our sponsors, Universal Standard. Now, if you are like I am and you wear a size that has two numbers instead of one number, you know that sometimes it can be a little bit of a challenge to find clothes that you feel like are good looking and classic and things that will really last a long time. Well, Universal Standard is a line of modern minimalist essentials in sizes 10 to 28, and Universal Standard is all about style, fit, and quality. Every piece is engineered specifically to fit the size 10 plus woman, and it's not enough that clothing just fits on the bigger body. These pieces are precisely fit from one size to the next. Plus, they have a program called the Universal Fit Liberty Program. And in that program, you can exchange any piece from their core collection if your size changes within one year of purchase. And you can do that for free. So don't wait for your size to change before you invest in quality pieces for yourself. Universal Standard is seasonless, which means you can buy exactly what you need. They release a new product each week, so there's always something fresh on the site. And because it is direct to consumer, They keep the quality super high while not inflating prices for retail markups. There are no sales, just great clothing priced fairly from the start. I have loved the things that I have gotten from Universal Standard. I have a pair of blue jeans that fit like a dream. I love a dress that I got from them that I feel like is so beautiful and feels so good to wear. So for our listeners... When you try Universal Standard and spend $50 at UniversalStandard.com, you can get their signature $50 T-Rex for free. It's a t-shirt that they call the T-Rex, and I have one, and the fabric is so soft, and it washes so well. So if you have at least $50 in your cart, then add any color T-Rex that you would like. Use the code BIGBOO at checkout, and the T-Rex will be free. Just add that $50 T-Rex in your cart to your $50 worth of merchandise. And when you check out and use the code BIGBOO, the T-Rex will be free. UniversalStandard.com. They've got great looking stuff, y'all. And if you wear a size that is two digits and not one, I think you're going to love what you see. Thanks so much to Universal Standard for sponsoring the podcast. Now back to episode 98. Okay, so one thing Melanie and I had talked about, um, about maybe sort of talking through, because Travis, you just, you released a new album last week called The Reason, and, which is wonderful, and I listened to it over and over again, driving back and forth to Missouri last weekend, um, so we thought it would be fun to talk about, to reminisce a little bit about some, some favorites in terms <clears throat> of songs. Are you, are you game for that? A hundred percent. I Bring love, it on. I love Especially the enthusiasm. if I could talk about 1984. Oh, you want to oh, yeah. talk yes. just about 1984? No, I'm kidding. I mean, okay. <laughs> that is my favorite year of 
of music and the history of music. But I was kidding. We don't have to just talk about 1984. Well, we're going to talk no, about we're taking a tour down. Yeah, we're going to all the all the years and all the genres. I finally, y'all, I got so I was really thinking through it. I had to just break it down into like I had to think through. Okay, before I started school, elementary school, junior high, high school, and then just because for me it was high school, college, nineties, all that rolls together for me. So I, I've got a lot from that phase of my life, um, and I don't love eighties music the way that Travis does. But um, but I do have some good memories. So what would y'all say? And we're all roughly the same age. What would y'all say? What are some songs? Roughly. Roughly. Melanie's the youngest. We'll go ahead and say it. Maybe I'm the oldest. <laughs> and I'm the oldest. No, right. I'm Am the, I the oldest? I'm the oldest. No, I, think, I think Sophie's the oldest. Okay. I'm the oldest. I'm like four months older okay. than you are. Um, so when you, before you started school, when you were a little kid, what are songs you remember? Or do you remember songs? Oh gosh, do I remember songs? <laughs> here, I love okay. this topic because uh-huh. you know my siblings. You're like, here, take the mic. Um, <laughs> uh, I had my siblings were older, so they they were all teenagery when mm-hmm. I, you know, I was listening to yeah. this teenager stuff. When I was little, and so you know, I remember being in their 1972 Pinto and mm-hmm. hearing "I Shot the Sheriff" and thinking it was the coolest song I'd ever heard in my life. Yes, and sir. I was like. Yeah. Five or four. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I remember, um, you know, hearing John Denver for the first time. I remember America was huge. Like, oh. my, I don't know. They were always <laughs> listening to America. I remember my sister had the sheet music to I Need You. Uh, you know, like mm. the fly needs mm-hmm. the rain, you know, I need you. Death. All those songs. Yeah, that's what I was listening to. So, so teenagery, early 70s, was killing it in my life. Well, yeah. and see, and I was the same because my brother and my brother and sister were also teenagers when I was before I started school, and so I listened. I always heard their stuff. I have very distinct memories of "Bad Bad Leroy Brown" was one. Um, yes. Uh huh. And Brandy. Yes. Oh mm-hmm. gosh, Brandy is like <gasps> a vivid memory. You're a fine girl. Yeah. What a yes. good wife she would be. <laughs> but my life, my love, and my That's lady is a sea. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. Just that song coming on. I mean, that that might be like one of the happiest hearing sensations uh-huh. of my life. Like I when yeah. that song comes on, nothing else matters. Right. So good. Yeah. Melanie, what about you? When you Why? I was sitting here thinking, okay, I think for me it's different because I was the oldest. Mm-hmm. So you think my parents were young. So I'm going to tell you, this is what I remember is we had a Buick and there was always a Rita Coolidge eight track tape. Yes, in. ma'am. And so, oh, and I think about like, your love has lifted me higher. <laughs> yes. The way you do yes. you, like all the Rita Coolidge, like that's what I remember like driving down the road, like with the Rita Coolidge eight track. That was like a staple. Um, and then like in my dad's car, he had a cassette player because Ooh. his car was fancier. Was. Um, yeah. And so he had a, I think it was a Toyota Celica uh-huh. at the time with uh-huh. a cassette player. Um, but he always had a Willie Nelson. Uh, I always say Willie Nelson to me is the sound of my childhood. Mm-hmm. Like that on the road again, like that whole genre of Willie Nelson. Um, but then I also think there must have been a lot in my subconscious because, you know, my favorite thing to listen to is the 70s light rock on Pandora. Yes, ma'am. Like, it's my very oh, favorite station. Yes, it's the best. It's so good. Yes. It's, it's just I'm so happy right now. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> so I just, because I love all those songs so much, and 
they'll, you know, it's one of those where it'll come on. And now I've listened to it enough where it comes on and I'm like, something in my childhood, this all absorbed in me because I know every word to every single song mm-hmm. that comes on. Yeah, like, exactly. so that tells me there was a lot of 70s light rock going on in my, in my life back in those days. Oh, yes. My daddy also And it's still loved, a favorite. Oh, it, yeah. <clears throat> it's, um, my daddy loved Willie Nelson too. And he always had Willie Nelson eight tracks in his car, but, mm-hmm. but same exact songs like daddy loved country and so he always listened to don williams and willie nelson and um charlie pride and those kinds of people and so those those country songs from the 70s are will take me right on yeah so good and that's, that's what I, you know yes yeah and I, you know so how i love 97.1 in houston <laughs> when i because it's all like uh, 70s country well, so it's all that some, like those were some legit country songs. Like that was not about, about riding around in the truck with the beer and the girl at your side. Like that was some heartbreak, some, mm-hmm. some heartache, some, some brokenness in those country songs back in the, back in yeah. the yes. 70s. And I, I, I feel that way about eighties country because there was, you know, my dad was an auto parts man. He owned an auto parts store and it was in the, when I was like, I don't know, the 80s was when I was always in his store, and they always had 80s country music playing on the AM radio. Mm. And so all those great 80s country songs I heard, you know, playing around in my dad's store, I still listen to those songs, and it makes me, you know, smell motor oil. Uh-huh, some Kenny yeah. Rogers and Dottie West, that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, listen, mm-hmm. listen, Kenny you could have heard a pin drop when Tommy stopped and locked the door. <laughs> That's Does that line mean anything to anybody? <laughs> oh, with that, I was just about to say, that's the other is my grandparents always had the Kenny Rogers, the Gambler 8 track. It was like stuck in my papa's Cadillac. So you listen to it listen. all the time. That was when it. Tommy, when Tommy left the bar room, not a Gatlin boy was standing. <laughs> that's right. And he said, this one's for Becky as he watched the last one fall. That's right. Coward oh, of the County. Come oh. on. Yes. But The Gambler, I still say The Gambler is the best song of all time. The best country song of all time. It's so good. It Yeah, it's hard to beat Kenny Rogers. It really is. Like, Ruby, Don't Take Your Love to Town. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that song. It's the fine time to leave me loose. Lucille, yeah. yes. Okay, uh-huh. so what about, what about elementary school then? Because that gets into the 80s a little bit. What, what were, like, here's my big, one of the first songs I remember in elementary school and this was early on, but um, but you light up my life, some Debbie Boone, and, mm. the, and then the whole like seventy eight, uh, the whole yeah. Saturday Night Fever thing, all those Bee Gees songs, how deep is your yes. love, and then into nine to five, too much heaven, uh huh, like all that. Too this. much heaven was my all time favorite Bee Gees song. It was from uh-huh. the album Spirits Having Flown, <laughs> which I don't even know what that title means. But I Spirits used to take Having my, Flown. My Yes, and I would take that re- album to my friend Katie's house, and we would roller skate in her basement. Mm-hmm. So too much oh, heaven. Nice. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, that was my, that was my favorite. And then, but then you got a too much, much heaven. heaven. Uh-huh. That's, that's uh-huh. the ringer on my phone. But that's okay. <laughs> um, well, and then of course, technically it's eighties, but um, you know Michael's off the wall released i think wasn't it 80? oh yeah yeah oh, that, was it 79 or 1980 that was 79. yeah i can't remember but it was it was all in that and i had andy gibb i had tragedy remember that album <gasps> tragedy yeah <laughs> yes 
Yes, <laughs> when the feeling is gone and you can't get around Yes, I loved. I listened to a lot of that. My Barbies did a lot of dancing to Andy. I don't know why. I don't know why I just sang Bee Gees with my share voice. <laughs> no feelings, no feelings, no So, Off the Wall is my all-time favorite uh, record, and I think, and I think, Rock with You off of that record uh, is my uh, one a- favorite best pop song of all time. Really? Okay, that's high praise. That is high praise. That is a great yes. song. It is a great song. See, I think I it's have more, I, and I did. I, I had the off the wall album. I think I got it for Christmas one year. But, but when you start to get into more like later <coughs> middle school, early junior high, which for me was sort of mid eighties, um, or early to mid eighties, but like you start to get into some Chicago, Melanie. I know you're going to go with uh, me here. Like this uh-huh. was when the love song was just like the ultimate. A good love song was the ultimate thing in my life. So. Anything yes. Chicago, some hard to say I'm sorry, um, some Sergio Mendez. Oh, yes. Never going to mm. let you go. Y'all remember that Sergio Mendez song? Yes. I well, was as wrong as I could be uh, to uh, let you get away I mean, from. Do it, I know it? It kills oh me. Gosh. I mean, and so. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I was thinking, like Ario Speedwagon mm. and Take It on the Run, baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, like that. that. And then like oh, Air gosh. And Air. Air supply, like I loved. I'm like, what was that wrong was with me good. in fourth grade? Oh, Melanie, that was good. Was it? That sounded good, the Melanie. Well, thank yes. you, Travis. <laughs> thank you. Maybe my cold has made my singing <laughs> voice better. It's helped my. I'm like Phoebe Buffay. <laughs> that was really Melly good. Well, you know, this is going to make me. I don't know why we called it, but at the after every ball game, after every home football game, we would have a sock hop. But I don't want it to sound like we were in the 50s, because we weren't. It was very retro to call it sock hop. Right. We weren't actually hopping in socks or, uh-huh. you know. But we would have a dance every Friday night. And my first memories are walking in and hard to say I'm sorry was playing. And I was like, uh, oh, my gosh, I'm in high school and we're dancing and they're playing hard to say I'm sorry. It's just like it was the all the feels. Best. And then that, that Aria Spain with me with me all the while. Do you remember that Oreo Speedwagon song? The, the oh, search is over. Yes. The search is over is oh, what it's called. No, yes. that was Survivor. The search is over. Oh, that, that was Survivor. Survivor. You're right. That was uh-huh. Survivor. You're yeah. right. We're so excited <laughs> right now. <laughs> You're right. Me all the while. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was that uh-huh, that was so I good. Convince Um uh-huh. Okay, remember this the first time you heard the Eurythmics? See, I was never a oh, I was not a Eurythmics person at all. I'm sorry. Because I feel like the 80s music, but that was that Sweet Dreams was mm-hmm. like, it was, and Hall and Oates. That was another one. I loved Hall and Oates. I thought they were so good. Yeah. Private I, Eyes. I, honestly, duets, Chicago, the a, a good ballad, and then Wham. That was pretty much, and some Prince. That was pretty much my junior high. That's all really I would go back and listen to. But I'd, I'd love some Can wham. Can I just read something to you? Sure. Yes. I have a playlist. I have a playlist of songs of just 80s duets. Oh. I would like for you I to know share one song that with that's me. on it for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know one song. I'm Separate waiting for lives. you to say. Mm-hmm. That, thank you. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's the number one. Separate Lives, Endless Love. Oh, gosh. Oh, uh, Endless yes. Love. Diana, Diana and Lionel. Uh, can't we try Dan Hill and Vonda Shepard? 
Oh, I love Can't We Try. Hey, I think your phone's interfering with your microphone. I think that's what's happening. It, no, you're okay. <laughs> it was so. It was so bad. It was. I'm sorry. Did you get me saying Can't We Try? Because it's a very important '80s duet. Yeah. <laughs> who who sang that? Who's Can't We Try? Dan Hill and Bonda Shepard. Okay, there you go. Can we try just a little bit harder? And didn't Vonda Shepard go on to sing in um, Allie McBeal? She sure did. Thank you. Yeah, she sure did. You're welcome. Sure did. Um, Almost Paradise. Uh, We're knocking on heaven's door. Yeah, that was a good one. That was in a movie. Yes, Footloose. There you Which go. Which was that 1984, time. also the best, the best music year. Uh, the girl is mine. You remember that? Mm-hmm. The dog on girl yeah. is mine. Really weird. Like mm-hmm. yeah. the dog on <laughs> yes. girl. Is mine. Yeah, the he got away with the corny stuff. Mm-hmm. Islands in the stream. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kenny yeah. Rogers next, can't go wrong. Next mm-hmm. time I fall. Oh, oh next time I fall. Next time I fall. Yeah. Peter Cetera and mm-hmm. Cher, right? Yeah. No, Amy no, Grant. Amy Grant. Amy Grant. That's right. I'm thinking the other, the which one. is a What's whole other, other category that we haven't even. Well, after yeah. all, this may have to be a two-parter. Yeah, after, uh, all. after all, golly. So yeah, that was okay. Yep. Yes, and remember, Amy, darling, I put my mm-hmm. heart upon on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was so good. Mm-hmm. Nobody loves me like you do, Whitney Houston and Jermaine Jackson. I uh, love that song. Now, Whitney is a separate, is a whole separate deal in the 80s because all of it, bring me all the Whitney. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it even now. All the Whitney. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. A hundred, 100%. Did you know, here's a deeper cut. Did you know her other Jermaine Jackson duet? I don't know. Can anybody name it? I don't know. If you say, if you say my eyes are beautiful. (gasps) Oh! Yes, if you say my eyes are Loved beautiful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'd yes. forgotten about that. Yes, I'd forgotten about that. Mm. Again, Sophie, there's Sophie. That was good singing. You both, Thank y'all you. should do a duets record. <laughs> it's funny you bring we that up. We should do a record. We've been waiting to announce that was our new project, that we actually are going <laughs> into the studio. That's what we're doing for our 100th okay. episode, is we're recording a record. It's going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Chicago okay. covers. We're uh-huh. doing Chicago covers. Separate lives and... Yes. And um, the the love theme from Stealing Home. Can we go back in time? Uh, hey, Travis, hey, I will say the there were you know we had just known y'all just a little a little while when we were we all ended ended up in um at, at Ridgecrest for a, a thing. And I promise that was when I thought, oh, I think we will be friends for the rest of our lives. When David and I were in the car with you and Angela and that song came on and we we not only all sang it and all knew the words, there was harmony. There was like, it was magical. Like I felt like, and then I found out later that Melanie also loved that song. And I thought, well, it's like the tie that binds. The love thing from Stealing it Home. It's so good. It is. God, so I good. I can still listen to that. I listen to the soundtrack from, from beginning to end, and it puts me in a place. Mm-hmm, me too. And mm-hmm. it gives me feeling some, some kind of way. Yes, I would agree. I don't know. Yes, it's something yeah. else. And that's a real, comp- yeah. maybe not a plot line that I would get on board with at this stage in my life with that movie. But but right. but the, the, the soundtrack is... is Thumbs up. Yes. So okay. Good. I have a trivia question for you. Can you name a trio 
mm-hmm. a pop trio. They weren't a group, but the three separate artists that came together for a trio that was a gigantic hit in the mid '80s. Mm, a love song or just a hit? A love song, a, a trio. It was like a, uh, you know, it was like a oh. little love love triangle. Wait, does it involve can... Sheena Easton? No. Okay, never mind. I um, can't think. I don't know. I'm gonna know it when you say. No, it. I was thinking about I was thinking about Reba and Linda Davidson, but that's not a that was not a trio. And that was the nineties. I don't know. What is it? Hold on. Hold on. I'm looking to see what year. He doesn't know either. Re- he doesn't know either. <laughs> yes, I do know, but I'm holding it. <laughs> I should have known. Oh, it's 1984. Um, it was 1984. Well, what year. about me? Kenny Rogers, Kim Carnes. Uh, this one was uh, time after time. I feel I'm losing my mind. Oh, baby. This is what lovers must go through. I think it never entered yes, my mind. We could be wasting our time. And then the other one goes, but what about me? Yes, that was a great song. I do remember that. I'd totally forgotten. I'm going to put that on a playlist today. Today. Okay. Today. Now, now the, the what Davis ab- eyes. Now I'm I'm trying to figure out the what about me I'm talking about. <clears throat> what about me? I've had okay, hold on. Um, can't you see? I want to live, but you just take more than you give. Okay, let me. I can't. I don't know. It's moving pictures. Now I've got to look it up on Apple Music. I'm. I've, I've got to. I'd forgotten all about this song. Um, um, you know what else? Elementary school. I was just sitting here thinking. The other one is is I remember it came out. I was in fifth grade, or at least that's when I became aware of it. Was "Don't Stop Believing" by Journey. That Journey Escape oh, album yeah. was like the whole with like faithfully and all that. That was that for sure. Was open pivotal. arms. Open arms. God. Open arms. Was, yeah. Yeah, that was all on there. I love that. Was those are my roller skating songs. I feel like those are the songs that were at the magic skate. Was "Don't Stop yes. Believing" and open arms and you do couple skate and I never could skate backwards. <laughs> skate. I mean, you Sad. talk about a skill that today's teenagers do not have. It's skating backwards. Like, no. Oh, listen, mm. we went skating the other night for Levi, Levi's party and my kids were like in all that I could skate backwards. And I was like, get on board people. <laughs> Come at me. That's right. That's right. Look mm-hmm. at who has skills. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, and then you fell and broke your hip. But other than that, <laughs> right. <it> was- <laughs> And I can cross on the beat. So what now? Yeah. Oh, the crossing on the beat. That is, that is, that's something else. That's a skill. Okay. So here's yes. what I'm, here's what I'm wondering, my friends. I wonder if we should, um, we should keep talking, but we should end this episode and then continue to talk about our nannies and more current preferences, because clearly we have only begun to skim the surface of this topic. What do y'all think? Are y'all good with that? I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Um, what time do you have to go, Trav? Well, I'm, Angela, I, I, I might need to take two minutes and run to the car because she can't find Levi's purple jersey and team pictures are in one hour. And mm-hmm. I need to go look in my car and look for his purple jersey. So can you all hold on for a second? Sure. We can. And we'll wrap we this can. up. Yes. Well, Travis takes a break. We'll say thank you for listening to this episode. We have certainly enjoyed being with you. And we're going to continue this conversation on the next episode. Melanie, anything you'd like to add? No, just I would say thank you for joining us. Bye, everybody. (laughs)
Stop. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. You're going to be back here in just a minute. Yeah. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Coming back. Bye, everybody. It, it, um, again, um, it sounds know, like you're, you're speaking into an electric current. Yes. Did it stop going? It sounds like dark. It sounds like dark light showed up. Rats. Here, I'm, I'm putting my. I'm putting my. If is I put my phone on airplane mode, is that better? Yes. I think, <laughs> yes. I think it, we. It sounded like. Is it better? Yeah, that is. I don't know. I'm so scared to talk. <laughs> <laughs>